0: Welcome to the Moulding Private Practice Show, where we help healthcare practitioners in private practice keep true to their purpose and build a life of mastery by providing the knowledge, skills, and tools to bring their dreams to life. In this episode, we speak about becoming remarkable and growing personally with experiences. Hey, Chad, ready to go?
1: Hey, Oliver, yes.
0: Um, So I think to start off with, I mean, are you enjoying these uh, type of sessions? I mean, do you think there's there's, uh, a bit of value that's coming from it?
1: You know what, I've definitely enjoyed doing the last few sessions, and I think we're able to give information out to practitioners that they can find fairly useful. You know, if they just listen to what we have to say, take one or two ideas away from it, you can definitely see the value in growing your practice by making a few small, simple changes.
0: I like that. Um, but I also want to make it more about us as well. I think I think of, over time, I think we'll get better with this. I mean, uh, by no means am I saying, you know, it will be the finished product. But I think we covered it in one, in one of the earlier episodes. But but the, the key thing is, I think, with every day and with every month and every year, I think we're growing as people. Uh, I'm talking about us. We're growing as a company. And I think this is another way of just expressing that, um, I think we do it in team meetings, which is, you know, like the easy way, but it's almost a closed shop. And I almost want to use this as the opportunity to, to kind of like put it out there and say, okay, cool. You know, this is the new things that we've learned and, and, you know, in a more uh, public uh, kind of forum and hopefully, you know, people that are are following us or, or, you know, clients that are thinking of working with us or clients that are already working with us would find uh, huge value in that stuff um, I was speaking to one of our clients yesterday, she's a educational psychologist. And we were just talking about how we, you know, how we level up her practice because she's fairly new into private practice. And, you know, she obviously wants to go through that now. And, you know, the, the way I looked at it for her was you almost like need to build on on each other. And uh, what I mean by that is you have one referral source and that's working really well. You have good premises where you where you have your therapy rooms. And now how do you build the next referral source and how do you build the next marketing channel and how do you build, you know, like, so, so it's kind of the same thing. And I think the same with the show that I'm kind of enjoying is that I think every episode becomes another opportunity for us to build on and grow on and, um, you know, like, and, and basically, um, you know, just provide more value. So I think that's the, you know, that's what I'm getting out of it. So, um, you yeah, and from what you said, you know, it's kind of the, you know, like you seem to agree with that. So going to today, I mean, I, th- I thought, um, you know, for, for a few years now, we, we actually stopped doing it for a while now. But uh, for a few years, we started picking words um, that would almost resonate with us as a company and resonate with us as a team. And one of the first words that I ever picked uh, was remarkable. And I think I think it, it was even in the first interaction you know that that we had you know when you were thinking of joining Kitrin was uh, you know like how do we do that? how do we become remarkable and I was actually struggling, you know like obviously it's been years now, and I'm getting older, but like I was trying to struggling to figure out okay where, where did I come up with that um and then I thought about it and and it was actually from a book by Seth Godin, and it's called the Purple cow and um the Okay. I mean, like, and for anyone that knows, I mean, Seth Godin is, is, you know, it's a superstar, you know, when it comes to marketing, I mean, you can't, you can't not reference one of his books. So his line of thinking, whenever you're thinking about, you know, anything marketing related. And um, so in this book, I mean, it's, it's, you know, like, I mean, uh, it's a, obviously everyone should read it. But I mean, the gist of it is that If you were traveling from Johannesburg to Durban and, you know, as you do, I mean, along the N3, you know, you always see black cattle on the side of the road. But if you saw a purple cow, the first thing when you get out of the car, or or maybe even before that, if you, you know, on a venture phoning someone, but if you get out of the car in Durban, the first thing you're going to tell someone, well, at least in the first 10 minutes, is, guess what I saw? Um and And that's kind of the gist of the book is that you know what you want to do is you want to, you want to stick out in some way of form or fashion, but obviously not you know the the complete flip side to this is being eccentric and you know not, unfortunately not all of us you know um or, or fortunately not all of us want to do that or can do that and and you know we 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 each get endowed with the with the gifts that we have and not everyone are like amazing speakers or writers or you know, can even be in camera. So, you know, it took us a long time to be able to get to this stage. But um, but the whole thing is about being remarkable. And um, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, so for me, what that means is, um, you know, when I look at, you know, how we interact with clients, if I look at the, the products that we bring out to market, if I look at just how we think about things, I think there must be, I'm always looking for a little bit of that remarkable uh, part to it. Um, because anyone could do, you know, like most things and copy it. But I'm always looking for, how do we make it better? How do we make it that someone would actually speak about this and hopefully speak about it, you know, in, in glowing terms? Um, but at least that it is remarkable. and And even if it's not remarkable to everyone, it's remarkable to us. And we firmly believe in, you know, in the remarkable nature of what we're doing. Look, I
1: think... Everything that we do, we do it with the intention of trying to be as remarkable as we can. Uh, If you break that all the way down to the bare basics, it's answering a client query at 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning when they're not expecting that answer to come through or having somebody available to go, you know, actually, we can help you with that. Let's look at it like this. I think we spend a lot of time trying to make sure that we don't fall into those bad service levels. But more than that, I think, um, from my experience anyway, the best that I've heard a client come back to us and say is they don't need to worry about what's happening because they know the team's got this. If you ask for something on a Friday, you know the team's got the answer. We know where we're going, what we're doing, And as a practitioner, I find that that does generally help with that. Is this remarkable compared to doing something through somebody else? Um, From a personal level, I think we try in the office anyway to just make small changes, you know, having really good bean to roast coffee for people when they come through for a meeting. You don't get that everywhere. It's something different. But you know what? What? When people leave, they kind of turn around and say, you know, when I was at their offices, I could get a cappuccino, I could get a latte, and it wasn't just instant coffee. And that's just one step above. It's just that little bit extra that makes people remember who you are and remember what you're doing. Um, It's the candle that you have in the office that makes people walk in and think this smells like grandma's home baking. Those little moves can turn anything into just a re- simple, basic, everyday item into that purple cow, that remarkable thought that sticks with you when you walk out of the building.
0: Mm, I like that. Um, I remember in the first few meetings, especially at the new offices, you know, we said, you know, like when, when a client comes through for a meeting, we, we're going to get the best coffee that we can. And, and fortunately for us, there's a Seattle up the road. So we would always, um, you know, get someone to go and get Seattle coffee. Uh, but yeah, I agree, you know, having a proper coffee machine, you know, in the office is just now a click of the button and then, you know, you can basically have the cappuccino or the latte or the espresso um, that you want. Um, I like that idea. I mean, like, I, and, I, and I really, you know, like, I mean, I agree with all of those things. And, and what I was thinking about is, uh, you know, I, we used to use this as well in my uh, consulting stuff, which was the whole concept of synergy, you know, and the, the idea was, and I think, uh, you know, like, I think it was at Varsity or so that we were got introduced to this concept, but um, it's two plus two equals five. And obviously, you know, like you don't pick it up straight away, but, you know, the idea is the sum of the parts, you know, it's, it is equal to way more. I mean, the end product is worth way more if you just start getting the, you know, the, the individual parts a lot better. And that's the idea with Synergy. And so, what you're saying is like it's exactly right in the way I work, uh, because I think one of our values as well is continuous improvement, and it's this idea of um, just making fine refinements on everything with the idea of then becoming amazing at that one part. So, if you look at coffee, you know, going going with your example, you know, what what is the best coffee machine that we can probably get right now? And yeah, sure, we're not going to spend you know a huge amount of money on that, but the the best type of coffee probably would be you know be cup, and so can we get something like that and that would be already satisfying that idea of um you know being remarkable and doing the best that you can in that area and then if you take that plus officers plus you know like you said candle plus everything and hopefully the sum of the experience um or the sum of the components for the experience you know is worth like way more so that's kind of you know where we went with with the whole idea of of um, being remarkable um, and is there anything else that you can think of um, that I mean for maybe from a from a um, from a life point of view or or in in terms of how we're working with clients anything else that kind of sticks out? You know,
1: I think over the last few years with clients having listen to what they're looking at or where they might be thinking of going with their practices. We've also started to look at what those next phases would be. And I think with that in itself, we seem to try and always get to the next level and with them and grow with a practice. I mean, we've got a client who started off working in three separate practices, desperately trying to get from A to B and that small, subtle change of, you know, let's find good premises, okay? You've got good premises. Let's build you a website. It doesn't have to be the most amazing website out there, but it has to be eye-catching. It has to be a little bit of who you are that makes you stand out from everybody else in the area. And we're at the point where she's kind of going, I don't have capacity to take on any more people. My practice has completely exploded. And it's just from those subtle moves to make her practice stand out from the competition in the area and it was just small simple tweaks to make people remember "Mm, actually you know I've seen this or I've heard of her or I want to work with her because you know we've heard what amazing premises they are or what the service is like and I think those little tweaks is what makes whether it be myself as a, on a personal level or on a practice level, that's what makes you memorable to people is those small nuances. Like you say, you don't have to be eccentric and out there, but you have to have something that makes people recognize who you are. And I think it's a good example to have taken a practice from really struggling to full capacity just by making small, subtle changes of how they get things done.
0: Mm, I like that example. Um, so I'm listening. Uh, I'm not sure if everyone's heard um, about. Uh, it's called Masterclass. So I almost, almost think of like um, Netflix, but it's more uh, curated content based on on entrepreneurs and you know, like basically thought leaders in in their own fields. Um, and this weekend I was listening to one on gardening um, and, you know, there was a guy that started, it's called Gangster Gardening, which is like amazing. But the reason I'm saying this is that um, the one that I'm still listening to or watching is uh, by um, Daniel Pink. Um, and uh, i just going to get that name right. Yeah, it's Daniel Pink. And um, he talks about, sales. I mean, again, you know, one of those sales and marketing uh, kind of gurus. And he was talking about um, experiences so and, and you used it quite a few times in this discussion and so when when I actually give so if I had to say how does how does this relate i mean we've we 've said a few things in this discussion already, but how would this re- relate to a healthcare practitioner and private practice i mean what what could they tangibly do and what he spoke about was was experiences and i i don 't think we 've mentioned that word so far, but you want to con- and he said you know when 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 you think about most things you never remember the product or the you know what it costs. or sometimes you probably do but you are like but what you remember is experiences you know if you look at childhood you know someone asked you know what is uh, what do what do you remember from childhood you know most of the time according to kim and according to the the research that he said he's done he said most people what they do is they actually pick out the experiences rather than the toys or the things they got for Christmas, or something like that. So even the Christmas thing, it would be the the joy of of unwrapping the gifts in front of, you know with my family under the Christmas tree or next to a Christmas tree, and that's what they remember. So when I you know if I had to advise you know health uh, you know uh, one of our clients or any healthcare practitioner in private practice, I would say concentrate on the experiences. You know what do you want to deliver, and how do you want to deliver that, and and then you make refinements on that. So a simple thing like, you know, you never sent out the invoices on time and clients always had to beg you previously to do that, you know, and three weeks went by. Okay, how could you make a small change there or maybe, you know, a change there that would get that part of the experience a lot better and obviously reduce stress and, and stuff like that and bring in more money because the invoice went out sooner. But how could you do that? And and if, you, if you're a lot more... Uh, deliberate with that and you're a lot more um, you know like you have a list of those that, that you just wrote down or you're keeping a, a note on your iPhone around that stuff then over time it you will get better at something and um, and that's the part it's you know like we always you know we always forget how how quickly things change and and how different it is but if you look back you know four years ago or two years ago you know is it better now or is it worse and and if you can answer on all of those areas that you've identified for your private practice, yes, it's better. Then you're obviously on the right path and you just keep on doing what you're doing and just refining until you get to that stage where you mentioned with the one client, uh, I think I'm there, you know, and then it's all about maintaining and just keeping to that level. And then, I mean, still improving, but not not as drastically as you probably want to do uh, or had to do when you just started out or when you, you know before you got to that level that you wanted to. Um, so I think that's, that's something tangible for our clients. Uh, Again, if, you know, if anyone is struggling for these ideas, you know, you can look at the content on our website or, or speak to us. I mean, we can definitely help with, with some of that thinking, but, um, coming back to, you know, in terms of, I know you mentioned one example, is there anything else from a, from a client point of view or what you've seen us doing or anything Else, uh, something tangible around remarkable, well, being remarkable, has that um, has anything else kind of sprung to mind?
1: I think if we, if the one that does spring to mind is the the billing software. Um, I've heard it on multiple occasions from clients that the software that they first signed up for has changed so dramatically over the last three years. Every time we look at introducing a new feature or upgrading something, we're looking at it from the prospect of how does this make the practice's life easier? And the moment we start doing that, you take it from a very simple, normal, everyday billing software to something that practitioners are looking at and going, actually, this is really making my life so much easier. And I think one of the best functions there is that being able to invoice a month's worth of sessions in 60 seconds. That, for me, is still remarkable. The fact that at the end of the month, you can sit down and at a click of a button, all your invoices are done and it's taken you a minute. Whereas before, it used to take people an hour, two hours, three hours, depending on how busy the practice was. I think that stands out for me as perhaps one of the most remarkable things we've achieved in the last three years from
0: a software point of view. Yeah, I, I still remember pitching the idea to the team. And, you know, after like, you know, doing many of those conferences and, and everyone would be pretty blown away with, um, you know, with the idea that we could almost, you know, set an appointment and do the invoicing and allocate the payment in under, I don't know, 30 seconds, as an example. And I remember you know, like um, after one of the conferences and I was like, Can you imagine being at the, you know, on that stage and being able to demo invoicing for 120 sessions in under a minute? And, and that was the idea behind it. I mean, do all of our clients use it? Probably not. I mean, like, you know, but it is that idea that you could, if you wanted to. Um, And in the same way that, you know, like you never drive, you know, you never drive your car at the limit. I mean, hopefully not, but you know, no one does that. You know, you, but um, you you can do that if you ever wanted to. That's what you have on tap, and I think it's the same kind of thing. Um, yeah, you know, and then I think I think that that pretty much sums up you know what we um, you know what we've been talking about uh, around being remarkable. I do also want to say I mean like, again this is more my personal experience, especially you know over the years. is sometimes when you do this thing that's remarkable, like when you saw that purple cow, you almost need to blink. And then, you know, maybe five minutes later, you almost have to think about it and say, did I really see that? You know, like, so so maybe I got it wrong, you know, and I didn't see it. And the reason I'm saying this is like, you know, for many years, I struggled with almost coming out with with products that are too uh, innovative and like too kind of ahead of the market or too and. You know, people would always look at that as like, uh, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And then it's almost like they get to that level where they do think about it and they say, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, we spoke about Zoom sessions. You know, we've been doing Zoom sessions for over three years, but it's only this year that I mean, people, especially in our you know client segment, which is healthcare practitioners in private practice, started seeing, you know, Zoom sessions or doing Zoom sessions and and actually using it and, and saying, okay, you know, we're going to have a Zoom session. And I remember in the early days trying to convince clients, actually, you know, like, can we do an online session? And almost everyone said no. You know, they always wanted, you know, to see you in person. Um, and it's kind of those things. And I'm not saying we're amazing. I mean, like, you know, if you want to look at amazing, I mean, there's com- companies that spend, you know, billions of dollars like Apple, Samsung, um, you know, Microsoft, um, Amazon, you know, like all of those companies that spend billions of dollars trying to figure out where the market is and, and going or where the market is going and, you know, playing in that, that space. I think we do it on a smaller basis, but it is slow because we're so entrenched in the industry that we are that sometimes we can see these plays and we know that's what needs to happen. You used the example of the, um, you know, the, the client where she had three separate uh, office spaces. And because we've seen so many of those examples, we can easily advise it. It's like, uh, I don't think, you know, you want to be there. You want to be in this area. And and some, and I know for that particular client, we did the analysis and we said, you actually want to be in this area because, you know, there's a lot more demand for um, that type of therapy and there's a way, you know, there's an analytical model that we use to figure that out. And obviously based on experience of other people or other therapists in that area. And we could advise in that way. And yes, it turned out to be one of those things. Um, but uh, yeah, so that, that's just what I want to say about being remarkable. It, it normally means that you're going to be ahead of the curve in some way and, or you're catching up to that curve and it doesn't always get appreciated in that moment, but when you take a step back, hopefully you would have seen actually that was a good thing um, so so sometimes it's all, all about gut and feel and um, and yeah just uh, just a just a direction just putting a peg in the ground going in that and say, "I think that makes sense that is remarkable for me so just closing up, uh, is there anything else that you want to add to us uh, before we we finalize
1: no I think we've covered all the points on you know how to start working on that idea of being remarkable and how to use that to start to build those building blocks to grow so i think we've covered them
0: okay amazing um yeah so i want to leave it with that i want to thank everyone for for listening in for you know hopefully sharing and subscribing to whatever channel that you're listening to um and if you have any 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 comments or questions for us, you know, you, you're welcome to, to contact us. I'll, I'll leave the details in the show notes. Um, and looking forward to the next episode.
1: Yes, very much so.
0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. As always, stay tuned and we'll speak to you in the next episode.